It's time. Welcome to Primetime Party Time, a live online digital radio show and podcast about pop culture, media, and whatever we want. I am Tracy, and we have our other host, Daniel. Thanks for that intro, Tracy. That was great. Oh, thanks. And yeah, we're here to start with our first episode. We'll tell you exactly who we are in this space, what the show is going to be about, though it might evolve and grow with us. And some of the things we've been really into in 2020 in terms of music and TV and media, and also just like what we're trying to achieve coming up into the next year. So, yeah, welcome to Primetime Party Time. Sweet. So, who are we? Why are we we? hosting a show? Why are we talking online and who cares? Tracy, how'd you get into this? Yeah, <laughs> who cares? And Tracy, how'd you get into this? How do we get into this? Um, yeah, so What's funny easy? story is that in terms of Daniel and I working together, we've known each other since high school and we've both been in creative media spaces. Mine has been more on the journalism side though we both did college radio. So yeah, I worked at KUCI as a DJ and I did a music show that was called Indecision. LOL. I love a pun. Um, And it was at four in the morning. So, you know, listenership was four in the morning. (laughs) But it was a really good time. I really liked the whole experience of being a DJ, broadcasting. And ever since I stopped, which I did after a couple semesters in college and mostly switched to doing like write-ups for the radio station and music reviews and hopping on other people's shows and I always kind of like wish I kept it going and wanted to stay in touch with radio so I work in marketing now and I've kind of dabbled with visiting radio stations and participating in local programming groups and stuff but wanted to get something going and Daniel and I were in the same kind of creative headspace of let's get something together and we decided to do this after chatting one day and being like we've had this conversation and we chatted about this like just moments ago of like actually we've talked about doing a project together for like many years long long time but this January we also had a conversation about it and we made like progress along it the year towards it so yeah it's a good cheers to 2021 of making this happen and getting it started regardless of what we sound like today (laughs) but now (laughs) on to (laughs) insert chuckle and now to daniel how did you get into radio you know college radio is a magical thing uh i was a transfer student at san francisco state and I was hanging out in the fine arts department and, or the fine arts building going into the cinema department. And I was always looking at the adjacent building. I have no idea what it was. It was the liberal arts building or something, but it's where the, the broadcast and electronic communications program was. And I just remember every day just either looking out the window towards the building or roaming the halls and just like feeling more the, 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 the vibe and, and the ideas going on in that building. Uh, were more suited to my time there or more what I wanted to do. Uh, so I fought vigorously to make my, my way over and the radio department was uh, there. It was interesting. It was led by this really awesome dude named Jeff Jacoby who's like really into sound art and radio freedom and stuff like uh. that. And uh, yeah, so I, I jumped in uh, to that and, uh, you know, I was a little bit into audio at the time. 2014 was like the year prior, and it was a really good year for podcasts. And, uh, yeah, just never really looked back. Uh, graduated, wanted to get back here, and, yeah, was talking to you. And, uh, yeah, here we are. Here we are. Uh, also, wanted to say hi to our first chat user, BMAC. BMAC! <laughs> Howdy. Uh, but, yeah, yeah that's so that's... 
that's that's where I come from, is as well. Awesome. College Radio KSFS. So now that you guys know a little bit more about us, we'll tell you a little bit more about the show. Oh, so yeah. prime time, party time. What is it? The answer is it's kind of what we make it and what you make it. This is an interactive show, or at least it will be when we get some more people up in the mix. But so far we have BMAC to at least be in there. Woo! <laughs> we will keep shouting you out until there's more people. Um, and then it's also like prime time. We think about it in the kind of old NBC way of must-see TV and us is like must-listen audio. Um, one of the areas I want to see it grow into is bringing on emerging and budding artists, both local and outside of it, to play musical sets, do stand-up con- stand comedy bits and sketches and whatever we want, honestly. Poetry, everything is all welcome. That's I kind of want to have like a platform for artists to share content. I think that would be really fun. And I know that's something Daniel is into very much as oh, well. Yeah. And what does primetime mean to you? I mean, the, the, you nailed it, right? Like primetime is that must see, must listen, like crazy, you know, like entertainment. And it's, it's about appointment. It's about community. And that's what we're doing here. Uh, and anything beyond that, I personally haven't thought much further ahead. Uh, so <laughs> very excited for what this show grows into. Um, yeah, always interested to hear what primetime means to anybody else through our chat on ptptshow.com, uh, or hit us up right now. The only way to do that is if you know us personally or at info at ptptshow.com. Uh, but we do want to know what does primetime mean to you? What does primetime mean to everybody? Um, and Yeah. Yeah, it should be noted to listen live. You must go to ptptshow.com. Yeah, that's where we live and stream. Yeah, that's where we live stream, and we'll get you back there in the credits. But you bring up a good point that one of the things we talked about together that was important to us as well was the collective audience experience. So we really want to have everyone listen live, but also listen later. That's yeah, fine we'll too. Apple and we know you're busy. We just have to but do this first. That's <laughs> I was like, this is a very natural way to talk about our streaming <laughs> availabilities. But yeah, that's something we wanted to go into too. And we also want to see what prime time means to everyone. And we're trying to somewhat bring it back into the mix. I think we're both kind of into nostalgic and vintage stuff. <laughs> well, that's an interest that is an interesting yeah. point because prime time historically has been really easy to recognize, right? Like it was always that 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. hour on your television that the networks yeah. would basically put their best content on, uh, which has changed a little bit. And primetime in 2020 might mean something different. So I like that idea of like bringing that nostalgia back. Yeah, because in a way, because everyone is like a subscriber or a listener on a digital platform more so than anything else, you kind of are... You know, all of the powers that be can see who is watching and listening to what. So the prime time is a lot kind of more weighing on the audience now more than ever, because before it was more like, you know, market research groups and cable subscribers. And since we're seeing all of that change, I think that's also what we kind of want to do here is bring up kind of unearthing some stuff that you might want to put into your personal prime time. And that's something we hope we can do. And also just have a good time. Yeah. And yeah, so that's, that's so then, something we want to get into. Yeah. And that, that brings us, so in saying that and where we are now, what, like, what have you been seeing in 20, like, let, let's just talk about what we know right now, right? Yeah. So yeah. what have you been ingesting? Like, what's, what's your inspiration in 2020? <laughs> So our 2020 Digest, um, a lot of music and a lot of television is where I'm at. Uh, books and movies are things I should definitely, I usually watch a lot of movies, but I feel like this year I didn't watch, not a surprise, did not watch as many new movies this year, but <laughs> I don't think anyone did unless they are privy to other sources. Um, so yeah, a lot of music and TV because those are also my like 
two prongs of my cross. Um, yeah. But the current, <laughs> um, but the top listens I have for 2020, and I kind of subjected it into different categories. But for current artists, I really shout out Leanne Lahavas namesake uh, album. It's really good. Um, she's a really talented vocalist. What, what was the? Um, I, I missed it. I'm sorry. Leanne Lahavas. Leanne Lahavas. Yeah, she's a. British artists, a few of the people I like are actually. Um, and Jesse Ware, I think I used to always say this ware because I think of things. Lots of things I discovered in Japan, discovered in college, I was also taking Japanese at the same time. So I like read it that way. But I think her last name is Ware and not ware. But if anyone knows, correct me. Um, but she has an album called What's Your Pleasure? Love that. It's very like disco y but at the same time modern, but it's very fun and dancey. Like Jordan Raquet. The new Strokes album, so good, but I also just rep them since middle school. I'm like nice. yes. um, <laughs> We'd give you samples then, of all of this if we could, by the way, but we do not yeah, have if the right not FCC for copyright for law, I would just play clips. And if we had the rights to music, we would play them. Um and Fleet Fox's new album, Shore, Fleet also Fox great. And Phoebe Bridgers album Punisher, love it. Wow. Um, and two new artists that I really like. Called one is called The Dip. Very much oh, recommended if you yeah, like. Yes. Oh, I love that we did not plan this, but we also both like this person. Um, awesome. Yeah, very similar. If you like, I think like Alabama Shakes, um, Wolfpack, like that kind of like. Yeah, I found I guess, I guess it's like place. a retro rock kind of not I wouldn't say it's bluegrassy, but it does kind of have that like kind of southern feel to it, but it's really good. Um and then I found a band called Boy Pablo that I like and it's very like carefree indie is what I would call it because it's a lot of the lyrics are kind of about like chilling and letting loose but also like in a very kind of like takes you back kind of way and two older artists that kind of like dusted off that I really liked was um, I listened to a lot of kind of like later Diana Ross songs really love and then Q Sakamoto who is like most famous for the song Sukiyaki and it was like very popular like 60s song but he also has like a bunch of songs that are kind of in that like Roy Orbison pretty woman style like they're just kind of like 60s kind of swingy pop songs but in Japanese and then some covers of like American songs too but those are fun so those were like my Spotify if I could define my own wrapped which I cannot which is mostly my running playlist which is <laughs> always ruins the algorithm but it's it's all good but yeah, that's where I'm at with uh, music. If you want to weigh in with some here too, I will give you some space before I move on to TV. Oh, oh me? Yeah. The, and if yeah. you have anything in the chat too, uh, my, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll probably go back and listen back to this episode and add everything that you just said because my listening in, in 2020 is is kind of taking a weird turn. Uh, right? Ooh. Like, right at the beginning of the year, um, not that we were driving much anyways at the beginning of the year, but my car's kinda. box kind of jack kind of failed on me. Uh, and so I, you know, was just at a local record store down in Encinitas called Lou's, and they were selling these big boxes of CDs, like 60 yes. for $5. And I was like, all right, I need something. Like, let's go. <laughs> um, and so now I'm, I'm super well-versed in the indie music scene of like 2007, and by oh, the time I was yeah. <laughs> finished with all of that, um, I, that. I was basically, uh, I realized that I was like four months behind on my Audible credits uh, from my Audible subscription. Oh. So uh, I've been playing a bit of catch up with that. And one of the books oh. that I uh, went for was uh, Three Ring Circus, which is about like the, the late 90s, early 2000s Lakers years with like Shaq, Kobe, and uh, Phil Jackson. And I, I took it on because Phil Jackson is one of the protagonists in uh, The Last Dance, which came out on Netflix halfway through the year. And I wanted more of him. And that, I guess, can be our segue into what we're watching. Yes, I was thinking that when you were saying that because um, 
my boyfriend Sean watched The Last Dance, I think, two to three times. So I yeah, feel pretty comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but like when you were saying that, I was like, oh, that book is a good lead in to that show. So that's that's I also really like things where if I'm not ready for something to end, it's like, oh, I could go to that. Yeah, and it's more. not like completely the same, but it's kind of like that when the anime ends and there's still the manga and you're like, oh, I could just keep it going a little bit before <laughs> before i have to set it free um but yeah shows that i really liked and this is probably where we have a bit more crossover though i have to stop and say that i also have like a nice like appreciation for cds it's something that i always do when i back in the day when we traveled if i went somewhere i always wanted to find either a record store or something and get a cd from an artist that's either like really known there or whatever is like kind of like a special edition like they recorded this album here like i think when i was in college i got something like where it was like the weezer album they recorded in japan and i was like yes that's awesome um so you know there's like things like that so i love cds though even even though like i mostly listen to things on spotify there is just something about like collecting it and having it and being like my favorite things I want to have on CD and everything else I can have in my streaming library. So yes, CDs. Um, But back to television, um, top shows of 2020. And some of these came out, a lot of these came out this year. I think there's a couple that maybe not so much, but I really liked Never Have I Ever. Loved that um dairy girls oh dairy Ah. girls i know i I didn't watch dairy girls but i watched them on the 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 bake-off um special see that's how i got into it i watched the bake-off special and then i was like these people are pretty enjoyable to watch i feel like i should watch their show and to be fair netflix had been like pushing it on me in my Uh. queue like you will want this show and i kept being like "Mm." and then i watched it and was immediately hooked i was like should listen to the like never the have Netflix, I ever. I knew. Um, never have I ever. I knew it was coming out because I just follow Mindy Calling, so I really like oh, okay. anything she makes. So that one's like a show about a girl in high school, and she's kind of going through like loss of a parent, but also just like regular high school stuff. And it's just like very heartwarming and cute and funny. All in a lot of a lot of different storylines that happen at the same time, and I really like that. And Dairy Girls is like. I think just if you're someone who loves dark comedies and it's sort of historical because it's happening during the troubles in Ireland and yeah, they use like the song zombie a lot as like a light motif throughout. And it made me actually think about that song more and go, these lyrics are super good. Mm. Even though like, I, like, I think before it's always like, yeah, like I know the cranberries, but then I was like, kind of, it kind of made you like think about the song and the stuff that was happening at that moment and you're like this was quite good um oh, yeah. i'm sure everyone pe- has had that thought before but i liked that show for showing that but also it's just really dark humor and i love the writing i think i was talking to my cousin about it and i think she was saying it was like either like tina fey meets phoebe walling i i'm gonna mess that name what? but uh, who is the writer who did Fleabag? Yeah, we'll get we'll get back to that. We'll, I know. I was like, <laughs> 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 well, well, we'll get there. Um, it was a good thought I had. I just could not iterate Phoebe it, which is extremely Phoebe Waller Bridge. I said. 70 you were there. You were there. That night. Yeah. I was on my way to thinking about it for about 17 minutes. <laughs> that's why we have our laptops. To yes. Um, so nice. that uh, I watched Yasehime, which is the to kind of continue talking about sequels. If you liked Inuyasha, it's supposed I to did. be like, yeah, it's like their children. But we having oh, it's their connected. own adventures, yeah. And they st- in the first couple episodes kind of try to bridge the gaps a bit, but you are still kind of being like, some some stuff happened. Like, are we gonna get to that? And you are. They just are like untangling the threads one at a time. But yeah, it's like the daughters of 
the twin daughters of like his brother and then his daughter with Kagome. And yeah, so oh, that was my favorite Shishomaru. character. No way. Yeah. Oh, so it's his, oh it's his I miss twin Shishomaru. daughters. I used to watch that and as then a kid on Inuyasha's daughter. I know. I have a lot of also a lot of nostalgia for that show because it would be like when I stayed up late in high school and watched Adult Swim and had yes. instant noodles and just was like, I have to do another day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's and that's how I would like wind down before that. So yeah. That show has been really fun. Nice. And I have realized I have a lot of cartoons in this, but I also really liked the remake or continuation of the Animaniacs. It was, it's super fun. Nice. Um, that's also for people who really like meta referential stuff because they do a whole kind of like download of everything that happened from the 90s up until I think 2018 when they wrote it. And there's a lot of political things, a lot of just kind of, pop culture stuff so if you like that in general like the content you will consume on this show you would like that show too it's really good um but i also liked that as a kid and i feel like this year in general was a lot of escaping backwards to times that were not the time we're living. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at least that's something i did through a lot of my media consumption so yeah, another show I watched was Fruits Basket. That is another anime, but they apparently redid it in 2019. And it was kind of also a late 90s, early 2000s show. But that one's also good if you like kind of like, I want to say it's girly, but it's a little girly. It's just kind of like soap opera-y. But also there's like a magical thing to it. There is like the drama of like, ooh, like which one? will blah 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 pick but there's which I you know a lot of sitcoms kind of go through that structure but then there's also kind of like a mystical magical curse aspect to get through so it's interesting I, I'm a lot of people like this show so if you haven't I recommend and then oh yeah two more cartoons and then I swear I got some live actions I like Agretzko Agretzko had a new season and that is the, if you're unfamiliar, Sanrio character that's like a red panda and she does like office life and then she has rage. And when she has rage about her office life, she does death metal karaoke. So that's it's sure. best. I dressed up at her to hang out, you know, in an apartment <laughs> for Halloween. <laughs> uh, and so. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that show that show yeah. got me through a very long commute a couple years ago, just with the the, the whole office rage and letting that out. But I only Seriously. watched the first season. Oh, there are now. I lost my rage. I think, are there three or four? I think there's four. But yeah, it's it's really good. I think it is also very cathartic for all kind of millennial and young people joining corporate office life and even if like you don't directly have like the same issues the person has on the show it's like i think you still have some of those run-ins and you're just like oh yes and it's a good time i mean it's also just kind of like coming of age stuff too she does like dating stuff and like looks into getting a side hustle just like a lot of current events so i like that and then the other things i liked i liked pen 15 they had a new season love that show find it very relatable oh it's like two it's two girls that are growing up in high school oh i know this going through yeah i feel like that show and big mouth are very similar in the like kids going through puberty but also being really hilarious about it like the two shows obviously one is more of a cartoon and somewhat not literal but like they have more like fun caricatures about it and then these are more just like the vignettes of like the two girls and their families and yeah the one girl who stars in it is also Hoppa like myself so I like watching it too because some of the things I'm like oh I feel that (laughs) (laughs) so it's good um yeah so those are like the things oh and and I watched Yu Yu Hakusho but that is really old there's a lot of stuff that I rewatched because I couldn't completely remember what it was and i needed to be like or i watched it when i was like 10 and it's like mm, doesn't mean anything i need to watch it again right. and i really like that yeah. show love their theme song and apparently they're remaking that 
as a live action show, I think, on Netflix. So that should be interesting. I haven't seen like a cartoon to real person TV show that I've liked, but I also don't think they do it that often. I just remember mostly the like Avatar TV show to movie and being like, oh, people weren't as, as stoked about that. So I don't know if I ever saw it, though, because I usually I'm like, mm, I want things to stay in cartoon form. <laughs> yeah, it's, but, it's tough. But it's hard. Like, at the same time, I really liked the Aladdin movie. And that was like the Disney recent remake. And that was from cartoon to people. So yeah. I think it's just but I know everyone has a different opinion about that, because anytime you switch it up, people have different things they were more attached to and depending on what that was you're either like oh no this is cool or right so yeah yeah i'm 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 open to always giving things a chance but i'm also like you if you're very attached to this you might not like it i'm open like yeah there there's some things where like like obviously one of my favorite things is sailor moon and they made sailor moon crystal and it's not bad but i have like crystal it's like so in I think 2014 2015 they re kind of rebooted the show to be more true to the manga and like kind of redub it and just it's pretty much doing the same amount of shows and like seasons it's not like there's like new storylines but they kind of reimagined it and a lot of people really like it I haven't really been able to get past the first couple of episodes because there's something about actually liking something in the like original kind of not as high def state. And then when you see something kind of get fresher and adapted for that, you're like, oh, but this isn't what I liked. And this is like my comfort food. Yeah. It might be like better quality, but or and the other thing was that the older one was a lot more like slapstick comedy there were like jabs in there and this one's a little bit more serious but apparently that's like how the i actually have not read the comics for that but that's it was like a little bit more serious and i think they added a lot of the jokes in to adapt it to tv but i'm like oh but i love the jokes yeah <laughs> so right, so it just right. depends like if you're like me where you're like oh i'm here for kind of like that kind of humor if that's taken out it's going to be less for me but someone else might have been like i wanted it to be more like you know the people who are like i want the movie to be more like the book right then at the same time those people like it i think in general you know you like no one can book. be liked by everyone no and like honestly in my opinion really the only the only way that that i personally as like an audience member get a little weirded out sometimes is when they try yeah. to interact with the original iteration if something, if if you oh, want to yeah. come reboot a franchise, do your own thing with it. If it's for yes. the right reasons, or it has a direction it wants to go in or explore, I'm generally pretty psyched about it because yeah. we have the original iteration. We can love the original iteration, and it's like the flip side of that is that like something strikes gold, and the rest of its lifetime, it's like stuck looking at itself in the past or whatever, which you know could be good, could be a problem. Um, you know, like obviously some new imaginings aren't, aren't for everyone. And, and some of it is out of the spirit possibly of like what really does like capture the magic of the original. Uh, but for the most part, you know, it, new, new territory reimaginings can be, I, I, I don't know. I'm always kind of like, go for it, you know, show, I agree. show us something. I'm always like, though. I'd rather see something and then be like, ah, eh, I right, liked the not, other one better than have don't. like nothing else come out at all, which I know some people might be like, no, do not sully <laughs> the uh. reputation of whatever. <laughs> but I think it's cause once you experience both, like seeing something do a re adaptation that's really good and then seeing one that's been like so so you kind of are like the really good option is worth the so so result yeah, yeah, yeah and you know and because it's like yeah there's something for everyone and i'm always like ugh, when people are like oh but this didn't get everything in for the book and you're just like how long did it take you to read that book movie has to be like an hour and a half long do you can you fit it all in you cannot usually so it's like some stuff has to be cut but i say that as someone who 
edits for. No, I, I, I put a, those audible. A, a profession. Yeah. No, I put those backed I'm up like, audible, cut, cut, cut. like, uh, um, books on like 1.5 speed and they're still 10 hours long. Like you can't, you can't put all that in the movie. Uh, but you can't put all that in the <laughs> Last Dance sequel series. Uh, what in there? <laughs> but yeah, no, editing is important. Yes. Yeah, I know. I say this as someone who like loves long form, loves to ramble, knows that things. I think because of that, I'm like, I have to do a lot of self. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, so I'm also like, I understand when other things, you know, have to go. But I think like. I would always have like my favorite bits. I still remember there was like a, there's some album review I wrote in college. I remember having a like newspaper editor who took out like my best sentence and being like, you could cut so many things, but this was gold. And that's like the only thing, only time I get like, but who knows, you know, maybe it was not. Chances are, I was 21. <laughs> it's probably not gold. Um, <laughs> I say that then. Yeah, 21 year old have uh, you know, conviction to him, I admire. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, not yet been beaten down by the world. Yeah, so. yeah. It's the late. Yeah. Now you're like, mm, late 20s. Got to check trash. that perspective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like might have been not your best. You yeah. Know what? Trust, trust. Um, but. Yeah, those are like the top things I watched that were new. I have things that I would say I'm late to the party on that okay. were both like kind what? of like two things I'm late to the party on that have been out and just I never watched. One was You, that show on Netflix. That's oh, like yeah. The guy. Uh, and yeah, how'd you like that? Honestly, liked it a lot more than I thought, even though it was like pretty decently creepy. But I think I like it for the same reasons I watch horror movies from time to time. And I'm not the biggest horror movie person, but if I watch it, I definitely like a psychological thriller, which this one is both because it's obviously like similar dexter vibes, but without oh. the redeeming moral compass. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, that's that's kind of, I mean, that's how I would wrap it up. But um, But it's also kind of, like the the perception of that and the perspective of the killer but yeah um, i like it for the same reason i watch a lot of thrillers come halloween time um but i i was late to party on that and then i also watched which is like a cw show because i kind of was needing some i was like i need to watch something that's also kind of more like soft and i watched riverdale which I actually really liked, but I also liked the chilling adventures of Sabrina, and they're supposed to be kind of yeah, down and connected. Yeah, so so I watched it kind of to be like, I liked that. Will I like this? And the answer was, I did. Nice. Even though I never watched the Archie cartoons, they are a bit old for us. But I did watch Josie and the Pussycats, which is from that. But yeah. I think because they did like they did a lot of crossovers with like Scooby Doo and other. Yeah, did things. Did you know I the connection to there. Archie back when you were watching that? Because mm. I didn't. I didn't. No. The only reason I ever knew I Archie not. is because someone someone that I used to work with several years ago kept oh. calling me Jughead in the warehouse and asked me if I wanted burgers. <laughs> so <laughs> it was fun to figure out years later. You're like I don't know whether to be adored or offended yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. well you know it's come around right no. <laughs> <laughs> and then to re-watches things mm. that i like to continue to rewatch pretty much all the time but i did this year because had a lot more time at home to unwind and watch things but i rewatched ali mcbeal i really like that show it's kind of 90s boston law she's like a lawyer but kind of has like a zany kind of inner monologue that comes to life in ways and she also it kind of talks a lot about mental health and gender dynamics and kind of how those are coming into workplace legislation so it's like what's weird is like some of the stuff is like this was probably happening at the time but it's also very funny and there's a lot of kind of up and coming actors in that um so i like it for that reason it's also just you know it's a comforting kind of like 
Mary Tyler Moore e like Girl on the Town show. I like that. I like rewatching Mad Men. Mm-hmm. Love it. You know, I stopped on that series, the episode right before like the most famous episode of the series. No. Um, the suitcase. <laughs> and I just like oh. for whatever reason my Netflix for years was just on the suitcase. Um and so I finally <laughs> watched that I think this year and I was like, "Oh my god, like this is the episode everybody talks about." And yeah, it was uh, was you know absolutely as as phenomenal as every article ever written about it was. BMac in the chat uh, reminds us that Robert Downey Jr. was in Alley yes. Mobile, which is something I have yes. actually always kind of wanted to see. Yeah, he was on the show, and then like I have read this online that he was supposed to kind of be like the ultimate love interest, but then like he was having his like personal struggles, and they had to like do a completely different storyline and after reading that when you watch it you're like i get it because you're kind of like that's odd (laughs) it's one of those things where like it works but then it also is a little bit like i kind of thought that that would work out but because like it's a pretty i think there's like five seasons so there's many people that kind of like come in and out you kind of are also like it's not that much of like a ah you're like okay Mm, yeah like makes sense she's gonna do this on her own that's fine um so yeah that's that is a that is a fun fact from that show and lucy Liu is on that show for a bit and portia de rossi is oh wow yeah it's they have like some fun it's like a very quirky comedy i like it a lot Nice. And then Mad Men, obviously. Everybody loves Mad Men. I love looking at the clothes. I love the dialogue. Yeah. I also like it from like a people who work in like ads and marketing. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh. and it's and it's also like cool to see like because that was like the golden age of like advertising in a lot of ways. Right. So it's interesting to see all the stuff and like get all the kind of hints at like, oh yes, we know that song from that commercial and stuff like that. So. Uh, but I also like have a soft spot for anything that's like 60s, 70s. Mm. I just like, oh, I love it. Mm. No, no reason why. <laughs> <laughs> but I watched a lot of TV land in like middle school for that reason. And it's just like, <laughs> really? I don't know. I like it. I liked I Dream of Genie and like Bewitched and like all of those yeah. shows. And uh, there's there's no reason. There's just was kind of like I was kind of into it. Yeah. I like i liked the fashion i liked kind of the funny mannerisms it was it's a good time so i like i like going back to there and then i've already kind of talked about a lot of the other things i rewatch but i rewatch Shit's creek like just constantly i love that show yeah okay yeah yeah i haven't seen it but oh my gosh daniel i know i know but That's, i did but... i did finally see a movie with dan levy in it and i get the hype Ooh. Totally get the oh, did you watch Happiest Season? I did watch Happiest Season. Yes. yes. Yeah, uh, I liked that movie. I. Good. I, I How did you feel about it. it? I enjoyed a lot of it. <laughs> um, I enjoyed a lot of it. I also understand what you mean because I feel like you can feel kind of like there's like cringy moments of like, oh, that's not something I'm cool with happening. Yeah, but I was, I was, at, I was definitely at, conflicted. Um, yeah, no I feel like there are times where I was like, hmm, I don't know if I like that for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, but I, it felt like the movie was about something that I was, I, I felt like I was watching a movie about something, and then at the end, the movie, like, uh, I was it, wrong about what it was about, and it was a really interesting feeling. Yes, yes, it took a turn, and yeah. I think, like, it's kind of a good feeling because you're like, ooh, was not expecting like all of this yeah. to come out. And I think that's what I liked about it. It was like, oh, this is very unexpected. But I think there are also moments that I was like, eee. But to be fair, I guess that could be like stuff that happens to people's families that are not like our own. So I'm also like, I don't have this kind of dynamic. So I'm not like feeling like channeled or connected into it. I'm watching like outside of it and being like, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, but I also get that if like that is similar to you, you might watch that and go, oh my gosh, finally a holiday movie that isn't as like, you know, warm and cuddly. Right. Uh, yeah. No, it's interesting. I want more opinions on it. If anybody's looking to extend yeah. their holiday season 
and watch some yeah. uh, watch some movies late. Uh, I want to know what you think about the happiest season on Hulu. Uh, hit yeah. me up. You'd probably know where to find me. And if not, info at ptptshow.com uh, or drop yeah. it in the chat sometime this week. Tell us because we obviously had mixed thoughts while also not wanting to say huge spoilers <laughs> but <laughs> only because it came out like this year yeah if it, it is was, this year you know an old if it was like home alone i would be like yeah if you are offended by the spoilers this movie has been out for a long time my sympathy is small <laughs> but <laughs> it's like a couple months old so i'm like we'll give it we'll give it some time and but yes for those of you who have seen it please let us know what you think in the chat so we can continue this convo on yeah. how how we feel about all those story arcs because i agree it was they were they threw you for some loops i feel like it's what's a similar movie that's kind of like that i feel like yeah, i've been trying to think about that since i watched it what is a similar movie that ends just yeah yeah that kind of throws you and like ends Ooh. with just being a different sort of uh message and and the movie thematically than than really I don't want to say you're led to believe. I I just I, maybe it was just my perception. No, I think of what it's I just watching. like you're going along with it, and then you think it's gonna end more centered on the main character and like her Which love. Most movies are in another way. It's yeah, and it's like it tends to it leans a little bit more towards the family, and you're like, oh, this was really a lot more about the family yeah. than about them as a couple, and so that's I think the cool twist. Um, yeah, I mean, like, there's other movies with twists, but they're not as much on the focus. Like, I can think of, like, horror movies where you're like, oh, didn't expect, like, the main character to go down with the ship. Right, and that's, right. like, that's that's different. But but this is, like, a structurally out, different. Like, this is, like, a structural yeah. twist in, in my mind. I don't know. I can't really get over it. It's, it's very, very odd to me. It is, yeah. We'll have to the take some time twist. to think about some other movies with twists we'll come back to that in episode two and do some reflecting all right on, we're holding ourselves to it on, it's out there on some twists and turns yeah as proclaimed <laughs> <laughs> by tracy on this um but yeah i think the other thing i've been re-watching a lot is seinfeld but that's not a surprise i i love seinfeld classic. and a lot of people do it's yeah. just classic. It makes you feel good. And I also think it's another show that I watched like far too young and have to like go back and be like, oh, that one. I love oh, that right, one. Right. But also be like, I understand this more because it doesn't go over my head. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> as, as one does. But yeah. What do you have planned for New Year's Eve slash the New Year Day? Oh. There, obviously like things are very minimal right now but Pretty what's minimal. kind of like yeah. yeah like do you have some like takeout plans that you're like really craving this want to get this out or like beer you've acquired that you're like i'm saving this for yeah. new year's or is it another chill night no i definitely like the the, the plans in my head are, are kind of brewing you know something something pretty quiet but you know definitely like some nice takeout um and as far as like what the specifics are, uh, I'm still kind of looking at that. I've been, you know, spending the the holidays a bit uh, in a different like geographical location than I'll spend yeah. New Year's, both quietly. Uh, and so yeah. now I'm finally like out of holidays mode, out of like my mini four day vacation mode that I needed to give myself at the end of this year. And yeah. uh, so now, as of today, I've been thinking about that. If anyone's got any recommendations uh, for for some things to pick up in. Los Angeles. I, I, I get emails oh, yeah. from this restaurant um, that used to be called Ooh. Dialogue here in Los Angeles. Uh, that was like a small, t uh, small tasting plates place. And now it does uh, sort of like takeout dishes under the name like Pasule or something. I, I'm, I can't, I don't know. I've never said it out loud. I just read it weekly. Good. Um, but uh, the, the definitely a little bit, um, you know, it's, it, it's luxurious. It's very luxurious, uh, very <laughs> fancy, very fancy New Year's brunches. So I won't do that, but I'm looking to it for inspiration. Um, yeah. But yeah, always, always looking for for. I'm wondering what what anyone racks. else in yeah in LA is doing uh, New Year's. Yeah. What, what do you got? What do you got planned? Uh, I will say that I'm also a victim of pronouncing things the way they are spelled, and then being like, ah, 
not <laughs> not how they sound um but yeah same here not doing much i think we were like thinking of either getting some italian takeout of yeah either somewhere room, yeah. someplace nearby like either like kind of like bougier or just otherwise to just kind of not have to cook though i also was before though we have this like bob's burgers cookbook and we were like maybe we should make a burger from this so i'll kind of see like how i'm how i'm craving but italian takeout sounds nice just for like the cleanup perspective um and yeah that's what we wanted to do that and kind of pick some good shows or movies to binge and then i don't know if there's a way to watch the ball drop via streaming so if anyone knows i feel like i should i always feel does anyone they else? should have that figured you, out we've been streaming coachella yeah. for a decade they they, they <laughs> you figure they have that figured out by now have streamed both weekends no <laughs> but like yeah how like do you feel obligated to watch the ball drop when you think about it later and you're like it doesn't really mean this much to me, but then sometimes I'm like, ah, I didn't watch that. I feel like I, I didn't do my one requirement. Of the evening. Like I have to watch that. And then I have to like toast. And then I have right. completed yeah, yeah, the transaction. Yeah. That is new year's Eve. So I feel like I have to do that. But then yeah, this I is... also think about, I don't know. This but is going to be a nostalgic new year's. Because I is that not also a prime time type thing. That's a prime time type thing. For one night only, prime time does extend through midnight and like to that hour and a half, whatever concert they do in Vegas. Uh, but <laughs> no, the uh, um, this is interesting. This is this will be a nostalgic New Year for me. I haven't watched the ball drop in several years. I'm usually just like someone yeah. has their phone out across the room and like they've got it on a you know however what what size screens are these phones. And yeah. and you can kind of like squint and see it, but mainly you're just counting down with everybody. And you know, uh, this year, yeah, probably gonna have to throw it on a screen and 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 use use that for for my own reference. So that'll be that'll be an interesting return to form. Uh, I want to say the the streaming people will give us that because we were able to get like the election streaming. Oh. Oh no! All right. So here on Primetime Party Time, we are a completely independent show. Um, uh, we sometimes have this like weird little thing that happens. It's, it's nothing at all, you know. It's nothing at all. Um, but I think now it's actually uh, we set. We set. Tracy, how are, how are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? All right, we'll get the, we'll get that a little smoother next time. But that was pretty smooth overall. What were you saying? Yeah. So I was saying that. Back when it was watching election results, we were able to stream stuff for free. Yeah, we should. That was like live television. So I want to say there's probably a way to do this that we just haven't looked into because we're out and about. We'll go to war. We'll be the primetime police or something. I don't know what we'll do. Uh, we'll, we'll 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 go to war over <laughs> if like they did. They, they're not streaming that that kind of content. <laughs> like we'll make sure don't... that it's streaming for everybody uh after this after 2021 if it is not we'll be on that i know right well, and we'll, we'll usually we'll all those our own ball drop in 2022 who knows yeah there's all those performances did you ever want to be someone who was at Times square not remotely. during new year's eve did you i used to i remember being like bucket list gotta make it to Times square oh, for new year's eve classic and then list. i went to Times square for a completely neutral weekend, the first time I went to New York, I just like went around there because we were going to a musical, and and immediately I was like, I would not want to be here. No. <laughs> I think it was something like where, as I was younger, watching it on TV, I was like, I would love to be in the thick of that. And then when I got there, I was like, this reminds me of Vegas, and I'm not a huge Vegas person, um, and it also just seems like a bathroom nightmare and claustrophobia, and I don't want it. I don't want it. I yeah. say this and I remember being in middle school and like surfing the web for music and finding an ad for Coachella and being like, we will go there. <laughs> <laughs> and then, no you know, <laughs> that came to fruition in college once one could, you know, <laughs> wow, yeah, save money for tickets and go because it was definitely not a sanctioned middle school or high school. No. Activity. <laughs> no, really I remember wasn't. I, no. <laughs> I remember trying to make that happen, and I think about that now and being really? like, 
yeah like why would I be allowed to do that because I remember being like oh you parents are so lame won't let me go to a party music festival mm, yeah, I was, <laughs> I, at I was the like house 17 of Blues and Tracy's out trying to go to Coachella like, exactly no like that was definitely absolutely denied and same here <laughs> like I had to go to concerts and be like the parents are still like somewhat around yeah. or it was the Del Mar fairgrounds where oh, everyone was right. like eh you're not getting into trouble in Del Mar mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah if anything you know it, it's just gonna be like stuff closes down pretty early it's like good luck yeah try to make trouble absolutely yeah yeah absolutely yeah the fairgrounds but house, so. but we still uh i mean besides this year we usually do go to some type of either the fairgrounds or whenever they just kind of do that summer fall yeah concert no, it's series. A fun series that's, yeah that's always a nice hometown activity that i like and listeners if you have hometown events concerts live music that you usually do during this calendar year that you miss and are looking forward to next year please pop it in the chat and we'll think about that because yeah as we've kind of recap on what this show wants to be we do want to feature some artists and also feature callers so if you're in that chat room and you're either any of those things and you would like to chat on the air, please let us know and we'll be in touch. This is true. So. We should have all that stuff set up. Those are those are some New Year's resolutions for the show. Getting, yes, uh, New Year's resolutions for the show. For the show, getting getting <laughs> good uh, uh, good call-ins and uh, putting in a uh, we'll have a voicemail widget soon. Uh, yes. Yeah, we got a lot of changes coming after the first episode here is published uh new year's resolutions tracy yeah you got any what i do so i have some things that i've done this year because you know we've kind of had to restructure reorganize our lives during this global pandemic and so um there are habits that i really want to keep like i think in a way you really had to become self-aware and like navigate your journey through this year without getting too woo-woo but one thing's Things that I want to keep doing, like I started 2020 off as a musician playing live music. I want to get back to that when it's safe to do so. But in general, continue to keep playing, recording and writing songs. That's really big on my list. Um, I also want to keep cooking a lot because I like that. And like actually write down my recipes as a resolution because I am very much like adding things in here and there. And then every once in a while, someone will ask me, how did you make that? And I have to like go back and write a very detailed, long Instagram or text message. <laughs> and I'm like, if I just like wrote all these down, that would be easier. And I could just copy and paste. It's like easier to digest. And also for myself, because sometimes I make things and go, crap, I don't remember the exact measurements I did for this. So that's something I want to do to kind of stay more organized um i'm going to try even though i know when i listen back to this i will be at fault I'm trying to say like a bit less oh you have a hard to, in, hard in to life do or is this a podcast resolution <laughs> that is a both <laughs> <laughs> both on air and off air um native southern california and say way too much like i have definitely had people do impersonations of me and gone mm, yes we do oh, do you this get, you get an impersonation we must oh yeah i do that for fun sometime with friends be like how do i talk and then be like oh cringe i've never thought so to do that that's well. like that's that's terrible yeah oh, that, do that. that's a fun I'll do that and report back someday trick. yeah that's, that sounds great <laughs> <laughs> good for some also great feedback on, yeah <laughs> on you um i'm trying to eat less meat like I like a lot of seafood, but I'm trying to eat less meat in general, which I have happened to just weirdly do this year because I've been cooking at home and I end up cooking less meat. But that's mm-hmm. something I want to do. Want to keep running and hiking often, especially with yeah. my doggy Chibi. And I also am going to try to be more organized and journal, like plan things out in a journal. Uh, physical because i do a lot of like notes app and google docs which are great yes. but i also kind of want to have i was 
talking to a couple of friends about this. Like I'm trying to do some things where it's like kind of activities with your hands, like drawing or like knitting that like other people do and have some things where it's like kind of an escape from some screen time because I love to watch things so much. that It's hard to have that self-control to do that less. Or at least if I am doing that, I'm doing something a little bit like active and crafty to just kind of like get out of my own head a bit yeah. so that's that's something i'm aiming to do what are your resolutions yeah so um i'm gonna give myself a little toast uh that the last year my new year's resolution uh was basically that i wanted to work um and and and, and find new challenges in work and yeah. did that this year um, you know, feel feel pretty lucky Ask. about the opportunity overall, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, asking you shall receive, and uh, I definitely took on some things that I was able to kind of be like, all right, sweet, new skills, like this is awesome, and some things that are like, all right, awesome. this is going in the wrong direction, uh, I was able to pull it off, but I don't want to again, I am burnt out, <laughs> um, I, yeah, I can't really continue this, uh, so while... I'm I'm super stoked about those experiences. Uh, I guess with 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 this one, um, as vague as this, as vague and, and grandiose as this New Year's resolution is going to be, uh, I'll leave the tag for. Hopefully, we can we can kind of uh, uh, check ourselves on these uh, in in the future. Is basically find out like what's next. What do I want to be next? Yeah. What do I want to do next? What's the what's that journey? You know, does it get documented on the show? Who knows. Who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's like, definitely. Will like, you be following progress yeah. on this show? Perhaps. <laughs> yeah, got uh, some some form of uh, who who knows what happens yet, but or uh, yes. next. But but yeah, the, I guess the New Year's resolution is is to kind of figure that out. You know, start start yeah. moving in a direction, figure out what 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 it's time to be. Um, yeah, so you've done like you've kind of done the hurdles that you wanted to do, and now you're kind of looking at what what comes next. Yeah, what comes next. Yeah, I feel that. And yeah, I feel that in some ways. I feel similar in like in general this year. I think a lot of people are given like some new challenges at work that you had to kind of just like dive in, sink or swim in a lot of that. But I think now you kind of are coming back refocused and being like, I really liked some of that stuff. And I'm, you know, glad to have had the opportunity to do that. But I'd also like to do a lot less of this stuff. Yes. (laughs) That was, yeah, I think. I think everyone and ourselves included like collective end of year burnout always happens and this year probably a little bit a little bit extra because of everything else going on so I think you know as we're winding down in between the holiday stress even though it's like not the same holidays as usual but I still feel that like kind of like build up and then once they're done you're kind of like as much as I love the holidays I'm like Ah, the pressure yeah. is gone. And now I'm just waiting for like New Year's and yeah, doing cooking on New Year's Day. Yeah. Um, doing some baking, yeah. taking on baking a little bit. So, see how that goes. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Keep, let's, let's keep that up. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm not, show bake. yeah. We'll see how that goes. I, I'm not as great of a baker, but a fun thing about baking is it's very much like the science of cooking. And there's like, book that I read about that when I took a course in college on it but it's really interesting because you get into like why everything has to be in a certain order what you can substitute what you can't based on science and then it helps you when you're cooking and you kind of know like if I mess this up no point of return and then obviously if you get like more into it you kind of be like so in tune that you're like I could I could make this still work but huh. I'm still at the I'm still at the point where if I like fall out of steps, I'm like dump and restart. <laughs> yeah, but I'm less savvy, so that's uh, that's where I'm at. Oh, sweet. Well, with that, we just did an hour. We just did an hour. That was episode one, and thank you to any and all who have listened to us for our first episode yeah. on the books. Thank you for joining yeah. us. Uh, yes, we'll be uh, oh yeah we'll be on Apple Spotify YouTube and all the other spots uh, in the coming days we just can't point you there yet uh, but you'll be able to find us at primetime party time 
Uh, or you can meet us here next Monday night at 9 p.m. Uh, ptptshow.com. Uh, the show wouldn't have been made without the following amazing people. Uh, our artwork was done by Fen. You can find her at Fen Latte on Instagram. Our theme song playing in the background was Jay Wright. Uh, you can find him at jwrightmusic.com. Our website by our good friend, Coco. <laughs> and uh, we're your hosts. That's yeah, Tracy. And this is Daniel. And uh, that was primetime party time. Thanks again. Yeah, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Tracy, good show. I think so. I think it's also the first one, and I was like, "Oh, we got it. We did it. Nice. We got it off our our backs of like, gotta get the first show out, and now we can kind of like play with it." And I'm excited because I'm like, "It happened." <laughs>